This interview is proudly brought to you by Absa Money Wellness. Mapalo Marco is a personal finance columnist and author, and in the next few weeks, she'll be sharing her valuable learnings to help us turn our finances around in these uncertain COVID-19 times. Now, Mapalo, just to start us off today, um, the difference between, or should I rather say, what is the difference between what you want and what you need? Because I have a different uh, idea about this. You know what, Zingisa, everyone, every single person has a different idea of what their wants and versus what their needs are. But for me, your wants are things that you can absolutely not live without, okay? You cannot live without food. You cannot live without um, having a roof over your head. You cannot live without uh, getting from point A to B, which is transport, okay? But now, the need versus want. Mm. Want is, okay, I can drive my Chevy for seven years, not pay an installment, um, the need is the car, mm. but the want is what kind of car, right? Now we're talking about about want. Mm. Should it be a BMW? Should it be um, a Rolls Royce? It's what car should it be? But the need remains the same. We all need to get from point A to B. That mm. is the need. The want, on the other hand, impacts on your pocket. If you if you if you take what is actually a need and make it into a want. It will impact on your pocket heavily, heavily. I think for me that is the, the biggest difference when you define a need versus a one. Because, I mean, we all have homes, mm. but some people decide, you know what, I will buy a home that is literally at the top of my budget. And then they end up struggling. Mm. And this is also this ongoing uh, topic about good debt versus bad debt. I just thought debt was something you shouldn't have at all. You know what? It's almost impossible not to have debt. Uh, I, I, this is the truth, right? Mm. Especially, especially as a young person building up in your life, it is almost impossible. And why do I say that? If you want to buy a house, you'll probably have to get a bond from your bank. Mm. Okay? There are very few people who do have cash saved up to just buy a, a house cash. So that is good debt because you need a, a roof over your head. And you're going to pay off this bond over a period of time. And normally with um, with houses, the interest rates are much lower than your credit card, overdraft, and personal loans. Now, when you talk about bad debt, you are talking about debt that will not give you anything else in return. Mm. So I'll give you an example. With credit card, overdraft, and personal loans, oftentimes people take them out to consume. So I want to buy a chair for my house because now you have a house. Mm. And that's where the problem begins. The interest rate that is charged on, 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 on personal loans, credit card, and overtrust is extremely, extremely high. Another example I will tell you is if you want to further your studies and you want to better your life and you don't have cash to study, a, a student loan is an asset because you know that at the end of the day, you will get, some, you'll get work or you'll start your own business, whatever it is, but you're learning a skill. Mm. Bad debt is things that bring absolutely nothing to you at the end of the day. So, so in essence, good debt is more of an investment in self. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Now, just bringing it to the current situation, as we're seeing uh, the economy continue to deteriorate, uh, the average South African has run out of, or has rather depleted any any savings that they possibly could have, and most banks are offering payment relief options to help weather the storm. How does this work, and should our listeners be? taking this route, especially since we're discussing this debt situation? Yeah. 
you know what, Zingisa, it, 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 the times we find ourselves in are extremely, extremely um, hard and challenging for a lot of people, right? So if you find yourself that your income has been impacted negatively and you can't meet some obligations 100%, stick to your bank. And I think the, the mistake that most people tend to do is in a difficult situation, they bury their heads, right? And that's not the time, especially when it comes to your finances. It's not the time to bury your head in the sand. It's time mm. going to go to your bank and say, okay, my income has been impacted negatively and I cannot afford to pay my obligations as we have agreed. So the bank will take a look at you and say, okay, you've been a good paying customer for all these years. And from now on, what we're going to do, um, we're going to give you a payment relief holiday. Mm. Okay. But remember, the payment relief holiday doesn't that your debts are cleared. Mm. It means that we are giving you a break for the next three months. And um, unfortunately, it is capitalized. So the interest will still be charged. Mm. But if there's no other option, you should take that option. Mm-hmm. So, um, for, but if but if on the other hand your income has not been impacted, please, please, please do not go for a payment holiday. It does mm-hmm. not make sense, and it's not necessary. Now, there are some of us who were already kind of in a tight situation before the situation that's happening right now. Um, is is debt counselling an option? I hundred percent think so. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely is. You know what, debt counselling. You, know, you, you bring in someone else into your situation. You bring in someone who can be accountable to who you, who you can be accountable to, right? And say, you know what? I'm in trouble. I need to fix my finances. The beauty about debt counseling is that this professional can negotiate with your different creditors and mm. tell them that, you know what? This person cannot afford to pay this much. And they can even lower, they can even lower your interest rate that you're paying towards and the different credit providers. But you need to find an accredited debt counselor, okay? You need to find someone who will have your interest at heart. Um, but it definitely, debt counseling alleviates the burden of, you know, having different and multiple people that you're paying. Um, you have that middleman. And the good thing also about debt counseling is that you cannot, uh, creditors can't send you a someone to say, you haven't paid, mm. we're going to sue you, we're going to do this. So, Definitely, it is. There is no shame, actually. There is mm. no shame going for debt counseling. People must utilize it. It is there. It is um, provided. It's regulated by the National Credit Regulator. You need to use these mechanisms that are out there to help you through these difficult times. And um, maybe briefly, uh, what does such a process entail, really? So, so let's say you've been through your whole finances and you really just can't take control of them anymore. Mm. The best thing is for you to go um, onto the National Credit Regulator website because you need someone who's accredited, right? Mm. You can't just take anyone. Don't go for these apps that do the rounds. Go for a company that is um, reputable, that has um, many, many years worth of experience. You go there, you pick your um, um, your, your debt counselor or your debt counseling company, from there, you will need to bring literally everything. This is the time that you need to be as honest as possible with all the debts that mm. you do have. Then they will take you through a whole process um, to say, okay, these are your debts. And then they start talking to um, the different creditors. But before that, you sign a letter. You sign some form of agreement to say, okay, from now on, this is how much um, we will we'll be taking on. And we'll go to the different creditors for you. They mm. need to bring back the letters. They need to bring back the letters. 
and say, okay, this is what we've negotiated and this is how much we'll be paying going forward. Then the money gets paid into the national, uh, the, the, the debt counseling company's account, then they pay the different uh, people, but often they need to provide statements for you. That's mm. one thing people are not aware of. They need to provide those statements to say, okay, this is how far along you are with the debt process. And once everything is cleared, you're good to go. Mm. So we've obviously touched on payment relief and debt counseling, but others would rather opt to take out a loan currently. So we all know Nabo Mashonisa around the corner, and it's a quicker process than having to go through the bank. Um, How do we do? How do we deal with that? Do not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Do not do that, okay? That is... Such a dangerous, dangerous situation, I think it's, you know, with um, uh, with an accredited loan provider, mm. you there are some things that are there meant to protect you. They cannot harass you. Mm. They cannot um, demand interest that is higher. You know, with Bomashoni says, they can charge anything up to 50% interest. Mm. That is ridiculous. They can take away your ID and all sorts of things, um, literally in, almost imprisoning you, okay? Mm. So loan sharks are definitely not the way to go. They are not accredited. They are not credited with anyone else. And they will make your life miserable, okay? Mm. And the interest rates that they charge are completely, completely ridiculous. So never, ever go for a machinista. Rather, go for an accredited, regulated um, company, go to a bank, go to anyone who is accredited but going to form a shunisa that that is just going to completely mess up and derail your finances for much 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 longer mm, so it is quite a risky uh, a risky option that one no absolutely it is it is now can you give us some uh, practical tips to to consider when we do decide to take out a loan okay so let's say now you've decided, you know what, the loan is mm. the way to go, right? You need to calculate your affordability, okay, and stick to only what you need. What I find is that oftentimes when people want to take out a loan and a creditor offers them more than they had initially um, anticipated or more than they had initially thought they need, they take it because mm. they think, oh, goodness, okay, I can take, I can get an, some extra thousands of rent. Do not take that. Take only what you need for your needs, okay? Mm. Make sure that you get your credit report. Oftentimes, people don't even know that they are allowed one free credit report every single year Mm. from um, credit bureaus, okay? Know that the interest rate is on your loan. You know, oftentimes I ask people, okay, you have all these debts. Do you know how much interest rate you're paying towards this loan? People often focus on that amount that goes off the account only, Mm. but without realizing, actually, how much does this loan cost me? Because remember, your interest rate is essentially telling you how much, um, how much this debt costs you. Mm. So you need to know the interest on your loan, okay? Because that will give you an idea of how expensive it is. And perhaps later when things become better for you financially, you can say, okay, I need to start paying off the, the loan with the highest interest rate first, mm. okay? Stick to your payment plan. That's why a lot of people's um, credit score is, um, is is messed up. The fact that they do not stick to the payment plan. You skip some payments or some months you say, okay, I'm going to pay this one and use this one. That will mess up your credit score mm. and it will mess up your chances of getting any further credit down the line. So make sure that you stick to your payment plan. If you, if, if you need to pay people on the 25th, 
make sure that you pay them on the 25th. Even if it's just the minimum, do so. Mm. And just to close off, uh, where can our listeners find you or connect with you on social media? So I am on Instagram, my name, Mapalomaku, and also I'm on Twitter, Mapalomaku as well. Thank you so much, Mapal. Thank you, Zingi, sir. If Mapalo's advice resonates with you, you can follow her blog on www.womanandfinance.co.za. That's womanandfinance.co.za. This interview was proudly brought to you by APSA Money Wellness.